What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Matt Goes to the Movies. And as you heard, if you don't know, though, we are reviewing Top Gun Maverick today, out now on digital streaming. Now, I saw this movie when it first came out in theaters, and I never reviewed it. And I'm glad that I waited until now when it was available on home media to watch this movie again. Now, Top Gun Maverick came out 36 years after the first Top Gun movie. Granted, it was plagued by the pandemic. You know, certainly during that time frame, a lot of movies were pushed back. But while a lot of movies decided that they would go to streaming and release on, you know, subscriptions such as HBO Max, uh, Hulu, Paramount Plus... Uh, Peacock, all of those streaming platforms, uh, Tom Cruise was very adamant that Top Gun Maverick would be released in theaters. He does not make movies for streaming services. And we've seen this before. 36 years is a long time to a movie, uh, a sequel to a movie that, you know, I mean, not terrible, but it, it, Top Gun had a, a fan base. But how would this movie, after 36 years, resonate with audiences? Well, if you've listened to anything about the box office or read, you know that Top Gun Maverick has resonated all over the world with movie fans. It currently has an 8.5 on IMDb. It has a 96% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. And I'm going to get this part absolutely out of the way this is why movies are made. Uh, I am not exaggerating when I say that this was the right move. This is a movie that should have been released in theaters. This movie is why people still go to the movies. It is an example of everything that is right about filmmaking. And the reason I'm glad that I waited until now to actually review this movie is I had the exact same feeling that I had in the theater uh, sitting at home, and I wanted to see if I would still feel the same way about this movie. Now, admittedly so, I'm not a huge fan of the first Top Gun movie. I don't think it's a masterpiece in any way, shape, or form, but I enjoy it. It's a fun movie, but this movie, this sequel makes the original elevated. There are so many things about this movie that are done right. First of all, the cast, and I'm not just talking about Tom Cruise, who has had some flops. Um, you know, the Mission Impossible series certainly um, is probably, you know, what he's maybe best known for now. But this, he has proven in this movie that he is still a star. He certainly had things like The Mummy, Oblivion, that didn't do quite as well as, you know, uh, people were hoping for. The Mummy was supposed to launch a Dark Pictures universe. But he proves here 
without a shadow of a doubt, he is a star. He is a 100% leading man. He absolutely owns this movie and gives a performance that is intense, heartbreaking, vulnerable, however many words you want to use to describe it. He absolutely brings you in to this world, what this character is feeling. And this character is, he's, he's got a lot of emotions. Um, Tom Cruise, you know, like I said, stars in this movie, but he's joined by people like Miles Teller, Jennifer Conley, John Hamm, Glenn Powell, Ed Harris, Val Kilmer, and everybody shines in this movie. They absolutely shine. This cast is phenomenal. They are so good in this movie. I cannot, I cannot say enough about everybody in this cast. The chemistry that he has with Jennifer Conley is off the charts. If you want to get an idea or a feeling about how two characters are supposed to be around each other and make the audience care about their relationship, watch this. Any filmmaker, any writer, and it's it's both of these actors, it's both the actor and the actress. I like both of them We're like in a lot of things. I think they're both phenomenal, phenomenal actors and actresses. Their chemistry in this is undeniable. They make you care about this relationship. They're the little tiny flirting that they do at the beginning to where they get together. It, it is all done in a way that as the movie progresses, you want these two characters to be together. You want them to be together. And that's an amazing thing because Think about movies where the two main characters don't have chemistry and how you could care less. That's part of this movie's appeal is you want this to happen. Um, and God, does it work. Now, I do want to talk about really quick before I get into more parts of the movie. Um, I would like to take a quick second and I would like to talk about Val Kilmer, who is in this mo movie briefly. Um, fans of the original movie will know that Val Kilmer played Iceman, and in this movie, uh, he is still, you know, he's, he's obviously still Iceman, who really is the only reason that Maverick, Tom Cruise's character, is still allowed to do the things that he's done. Um, he's, over his career, gotten in trouble many, many times, um... But Iceman always, you know, backs him, uh, gives him another chance. Um, you know, Val Kilmer uh, passed away, and they use his real-life ailment uh, in this movie. But I thought that they did uh, an amazing job, and it was a really nice send-off um, for his character, um getting a little choked up, sorry, listeners, but they did it so well and so tasteful, and the scene with him and Maverick, uh, where they meet in the movie, is, it's so well done, um, and it's kudos, it's just a really good job 
Um, Tom Cruise does an amazing um, job in that scene, conveying emotion. Um, they're they're talking about Goose and how Maverick is still really broken up and, and heartbroken about losing Goose. And in this movie, Miles Teller um, plays Lieutenant Bradley, a.k.a. Uh, Rooster, uh, who is Goose's son, who has a real problem with with Maverick, um, Pete Mitchell, Tom Cruise's character, for pulling him and taking four years off, his, off of his career and really feeling you know, uh, resentment towards, towards Maverick and Maverick trying to be a a father to him, but drove him away. Uh, In the beginning of the movie, you see Maverick has pictures of him. And that's another thing that's really well done in this movie is again, just the, the guilt that Maverick feels over Goose and seeing his son Rooster. Um, it's really well done with emotion just thrown throughout the movie. They, uh, they just do such a great job with, with that. So I, I wanted to talk about that scene with Val Kilmer and how well and how respectful it felt um, to have him in this movie and what they did. So that's just another thing that's really well done. And then the the best thing that this movie does, and there's so many things that this does right, it's it, it's peak cinema. I honestly... Again, no exaggeration, I do not have a single negative thing to say about this movie. Not one, and I've watched it twice now, and I cannot find anything about this movie that I don't want to gush over and praise. It's that good. Everything about this movie, every minute of this movie feels like there are stakes involved. Even when you're getting good scenes... Like, uh, Penny, Jennifer Conley's character, and Maverick, um, you know, when you're having them, you know, flirt, talk about old times, even then, there's the lingering tension in the background because of the mission at hand. And what's happening in this movie is Maverick is called back to Top Gun to train a new set of recruits from the Top Gun Academy. And you the mission is talked about immediately that there are people that might not come back. And that is conveyed by John Hamm's character, um, who plays uh, Bo Simpson, a.k.a. Uh, Cyclone, commander of the Naval Air Forces, and says people know the risk when they take these missions. And Maverick is not okay with that. He says that right off the bat. And Cyclone doesn't even want Maverick here. He wasn't his first choice, but again, this is before uh, Iceman passes away in the movie. He says that he still has something to offer um, the Navy. So Maverick is going to train these pilots to attack a nuclear factory that is has been built... Um, Basically, under the guy—not uh, guys, but th- there's been a truce, and this this truce that they have—they never mention the country or anything directly of who they're attacking, but they have an agreement and a treaty in place. And this building of this nuclear bunker 
um, which houses missiles and things like that, is in direct violation of the treaty. So the the mission is to attack this and destroy this base. They have three weeks to train these pilots who some of them are a team. A lot of them are not. Um, the The main antagonist in this group is a character named Hangman who aptly, you know, named, leaves his teammates to dry all the time. He's really, uh, you know, a hot shot and doesn't really work well with others a lot of the time. And they are trying to train this group to make this run that seems basically impossible. And again, during these scenes where, you know, Maverick is training these recruits, there's always the tension, especially when they continue to not make the cut, so to speak. They can't get through the training course. Maverick at every turn is shooting them out of the sky, metaphorically, not, you know, really. But um, he keeps getting the best of them. And these scenes with the planes, if you've listened to any reviews or, you know, seen anything about this movie, you know that the work that they did with the planes in this movie is absolutely unbelievable. Um, I won't get into that in this review. All I will say is, if you haven't seen any special features or listened to any interviews about what they did um, with the aircrafts in this movie, honestly, go see it. I I don't care if you're not a fan of planes, jets, whatever the case may be. You will you will not be able to be anything but like have like breathtaking by the work that went into filming this movie and that is just something that out of any actor in Hollywood anything you want to say about Tom Cruise say what you will I do not think you can find anybody that puts the amount of work into shooting things like this man does he is a master of his craft for wanting to get things right and as accurate as possible. I I have to commend him for that. He does, again, you know, that is why uh, his movies, you know, like Mission Impossible and this Top Gun Maverick are just so well done. You know, you think about that Mission Impossible series, how many series get better as they continue to go movie after movie after movie? These series don't do that. You know, think about, you know, a lot of them are horror movies, but think about, you know, horror movies. Think about even the Fast and the Furious franchise. You know, say what you will, and I won't get into a huge comparison, but you can like the Fast and the Furious movies, but the quality in terms of the storytelling and everything like that, the storytelling has not gotten better as Fast and Furious movies have gone on. It's taken a backseat to crazy over-the-top action. Um, These Mission Impossible movies with Tom Cruise have gotten better in story as time has gone on, and that's a rare thing in this industry to be on as many movies uh, going on seven, you know, going on seven, and uh, it's it's unbelievable um, what he has done in this movie, and again, just go out and find clips of the work that they did to fly these planes, but they end up pulling, uh, getting back to some of the story here in this movie. 
Uh, Maverick ends up getting pulled from this this mission, but like Maverick usually does, he runs the the training course by himself to show that it can be done, and he he gets appointed mission leader. Um, in that time, he has a really great conversation um, with Rooster. Not great, but it's it's an intense scene about why he pulled his papers, why he sandbagged him, why he took four years off his career. And as he's named mission captain, he appoints Rooster as his wingman. And this is another thing where I felt there's a moment, like, that feels earned. There's also a moment where, you know, this this character, Hangman, um, who I talked about earlier, who's played by Glenn Powell, who... There's been links to this Glenn Powell actor and playing Cyclops in the MCU. Uh, if you don't know who Glenn Powell is, uh, go look him up. And there's some fan art photos of him as Cyclops. Absolutely. I'm on board. I think this guy's got it. Great look. Great chemistry. I- I'm all for this dude playing Cyclops. So hopefully if anything about those rumors is true, it gains traction and... I mean, I'd love to. I'd love to see him with a shot in in the MCU, but um, that's something completely different. But you know, this Hangman, um, he thinks that he probably is going to get picked for being the wingman, and he doesn't. But by the end of the movie, his character growth is shown, and I thought that was really well done. He ends up coming in and saving Maverick and Rooster. Um, at the end of the movie, again, it felt super earned. Sometimes those things cannot happen. Um, it can feel forced, but his his willingness to accept that and the you know being about the mission and about his his fellow pilots, which he really isn't throughout the movie, was really well done. And Rooster ends up during this this mission, they end up destroying the bunker. But Maverick gets shot out of the sky, and everybody is ordered to come back to base. The mission's complete, and they do not want to lose anybody else. But Rooster comes back to save Maverick, uh, to save Maverick, um, and in a really good scene because Maverick, throughout the movie, has told Rooster, "Don't think. You always think. You just have to act up in the air." And when Rooster comes and finds Maverick after he saved him because they they both got shot down. Um, Tom Cruise's character runs up, he shoves him, and he's like, what were you thinking back there? And then Rooster just responds with, you told me not to think. And there's really just this this unbelievable awkward pause between the two of them as like Maverick's like, oh shoot, I did tell him that, and he listened to me. So... You know they they're able to get an old uh, an old plane up and running from the base that they destroyed. Um, this is where Hangman ends up saving them. And as they get back to base and everybody's celebrating the mission and that everybody has um, returned safe, you know Maverick says to Rooster, "Thank you for saving my life." Um, so you know he says that's what my dad would have done. Again, a really great emotional scene between the two of them, between uh, Maverick and Rooster. Miles Teller does a fantastic job in this movie um, playing Goose's son. He does a really good job. And the moment between the two of them and the 
the expressions with Tom Cruise that he portrays and, you know, tears, it's, they really feel like real people that are going through these emotions. Again, I, I cannot say enough about the chemistry and the performances through everybody on this movie. Um, the the movie ends with Rooster and Maverick working on uh, Maverick's Mustang, uh, Mustang um, and a really nice little ending where Rooster finds a photo um, of the mission's success, and then there's next to it a photo of his father, Goose, and a young Maverick um, as Penny and Maverick have you know, gotten back together and they fly off in the sunset, um, in a, in a plane. And it's just, it's a fantastic ending that caps a fantastic movie. Again, I cannot stress this enough. This is absolute cinema. This is why movies are made. It's everything that you want about a movie. And as I said, people have gone out in droves to see this movie. I can't even, you know, probably too now that it's on video on demand, the the amount of money that will probably pour into this movie. Uh, currently, um, $687 million in the United States. Um, $1.4 billion worldwide. It's a past um, Avengers Infinity War. It's the highest grossing film of Tom Cruise's career. And it's, it's earned. It is absolutely earned. This is a movie that deserves money. It, it deserves people to go out and see. And again, to be... Again, to be a sequel to Top Gun that, again, is not, like, it's not a peak of cinema, Top Gun. It's a good film. It is, you know, it's the 80s in in, in film form. But this movie elevates that, and that's what a good sequel does. It elevates everything else that is in the world. And... We've seen so many times with films trying to come back from such a long hiatus. Some even shorter than this one. I mean, this is 36 years. And this movie resonates on every level. Absolutely hats off to everybody that was involved in this project. If you have not gotten a chance to see Top Gun Maverick, do yourself a favor. Go out to the movies or spend 20 bucks to own this movie right now. I, honestly, I'm sure it will come to Paramount Plus sooner rather than later. If you're looking for something to do, this is worth $20. This is worth spending whatever, $11 on a ticket and getting soda and popcorn or whatever. Go to your local dollar store and <laughs> bring candy in. I don't know what you do when you go watch movies. This is worth every penny you would spend on it to have an amazing experience at the movies or in the comfort of your own home go out see top gun maverick if you're a movie fan you will not be disappointed even if you don't like the first movie or you haven't seen the first movie you can still 
enjoy this movie. They give you enough of the original film to know what happened that you can enjoy this as a standalone. Now, would I suggest that? No. I think you should see the first film and then ultimately it enhances this film. But do yourselves a favor. Go out. See Top Gun Maverick. Let me know what you think about the movie. Email the show. Leave comments in you know the the post of of this uh, movie review. And with this review, um, I am going to give this um, during my popcorn time rating. I am going to give this a five popcorn rating. Uh, It's the highest rating we give at Matt Goes to the Movies. It's between one and five popcorn buckets. This is a five rating every step of the way. Again, I've seen this movie twice. I cannot say enough good things about this movie. So check this out. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you're a fan of the show or this is your first episode, thank you so much for listening. Please take two seconds, hit the subscribe button. It helps so much. And we will see you very soon at Matt Goes to the Movies.